Hi, I'm Dave Baker. We're here at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California. This is episode nine of It's Pronounced Zine. Uh, on this episode, I interview my good friend, old dirty Sam Grinberg, writer-artist behind a bunch of super dope comics. You can find them at uh, samgrinberg.com or on most things as at Sam underscore Grinberg. Um, yeah, in this episode, we talk about his creative process, um, him wanting to make a cartoon for Nickelodeon when he was like six or something and having it be printed in the newspaper, uh, his dad owning a comic book store, and why he makes stuff. Super great guy, really interesting chat. Um, yeah, please check it out. Here comes Dave Baker with the show. Talking about paper publications, you should know. Authors and photographers that are fresh on the scene. Don't be getting twisted. Twisted. It's pronounced zing. Zing, zing, zing. 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 Is it recording? Yeah, we're recording. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We're just going to ease into the conversation, and then I'll do an intro after. But you'll cut this, right? No, this is all... <laughs> Sam Grinberg... Sam Grinberg's a no. bigot. He's a bigot. He hates... <laughs> hates people. what? I don't know. I got nothing. I'm so... Yeah, you do got nothing. <laughs> oh. How did you... Uh, how did you... What was the first time that you realized you wanted to make stuff? Make stuff? Yeah, because I feel like that's... I all feel right. like that's you something... You want to know the real story... In second grade, this is thy earliest memory, for real. In second grade, there was no art class. This teacher walked in pushing a cart of, like, paint and stuff, and for, like, I don't know, a half hour or something, we would, um... Should I be talking No, just go for it. No? Just go. Fuck the, fuck the mic. Just go for it. I don't know if we're recording It doesn't matter. Just go for it. So I'm just telling you this. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> We would, um, whatever, do... Whatever. Like, if you remember elementary school, I don't know if you had art class, but I didn't. It was like that... And I think one day he was like, create your own superhero. Mm. And I created, I drew a superhero. Um, and from then, in second grade, I continued drawing that character. Like What's I, the character's I name? Have, What's the character's name? I don't want to tell you. I don't want to talk about it because I'm so overprotective about it. And like, because you're going to try and pitch it or something? I, I mean, I'm pitching it in two weeks in Nickelodeon um, oh. for the second time. But... Um, but the funny story, why I'm crazy about it is, this is going to sound so funny, but I'm going to fast forward a little. In fifth grade, this this character was so popular in my class because I would make stapled comics that a kid came up with this. He basically, he ripped me off, started distributing his own comics with the same character with a different, the same name too, but he changed one part of the name. And... <laughs> He would distribute it, and we got into, like, a fight about it, and I told him he can't do that, and it was, like, a little, like, lawsuit in class because we went to the guidance counselor, and I forced <laughs> him to change the name. It was, like, like foreshadowing the future. Like, literally, the guidance counselor was like, yeah, you have to change the name. It was, like, that was the judge. It was child law. Yeah, child law. So then he had to change it, and then it was, like, this big thing. And then, then because of this controversy, this teacher was like, that's it. There's a no comics rule in this class. And what? It, yeah, started, no comics? I know. It started this whole thing, which is crazy. But um, Did you keep making comics regardless yeah, yeah. of the totalitarian, no, I, totalitarian rule of your second grade well, teacher? Well, then by fifth grade is when this thing happened. Oh, right, and, right. Um, I introduced that character to my friends in that class, and they all either had existing characters or created them because of this. And we made this magazine, like ripping off Mad Magazine, called Shocked Magazine. <laughs> and we would also staple it and distribute it, and I think I still have one issue somewhere. And it was like basically exactly a ripoff of Mad, except fifth graders. Dude, that sounds and, fucking amazing. And we would just... 
it would be like it's a comic, but six of us would draw in one comic, and it'd be all our characters. This one kid, his character was Matrix Barney, and it was like, I, I actually remember this. I'm going to draw it right now. This is his character from fifth grade, because I would draw it all the time, and it was like Barney, and he would draw legs like this, and he would have these guns. and. Whoa, yeah. rude. Phone going off. How was it? It's like a so it looks kind of like it's like these are sunglasses and he would always it's draw it's like a circle with giant squares yeah, on it and, and then, a triangle body and weird horse legs almost and then this was the other character that this kid drew it, it looked like this and his I yeah. want these comics and that character has like giant horns very, yeah. like a big circle body kind of all of this and horns. then they had triangle it was really interesting and then this other kid had this character wax man with three circles and he was just made of wax. We, we were like weird superhero, but like not like superheroes. They were superheroes. they were superheroes just because the cultural climate necessitated some sort of coward <laughs> and or man in the name. Yeah. And then it was a comedy magazine. I guess this one kid also. How old are you in fifth grade? Is that nine? I was ten. Ten. This other kid who ended up going to jail later on for like drugs had this character Jack Knife, which was just a knife, like with a face <laughs> that was like so. And then this other kid, this character, well, I can't believe I remember all these. Called El Saguaro was this cactus guy with a with a cowboy hat, and he would just be like, he was like he dropped in and out because he didn't really care about drawing, but he was just like. And how many issues of this? Like there were like zine? two. That's it, because then she made, this teacher made that rule, no comics, because all these fights, and then I got all these guys to team up against this guy, because he ripped me off, and then everyone, like, made fun of him, and then it was, like, a a whole thing. This is amazing. And then I ended up staying friends with him, actually, because, like, I felt bad for him, like, I don't know, and then uh, we stayed friends up until high school. No, before that, like seventh grade, and then I stopped talking to him. And, wow. Yeah. That's good, so good times. Funny. But anyway. That, but, but that sounds like it was kind of inborn then, so you were just always kind of drawing? Or that, or I, I that mean, specific that, stuff in second grade was literally when you were like, and now I'm going to start drawing because of this assignment. Thing. No, I was drawing before that. That's when I decided I want to do it as a job. Because mm. I didn't think about it before second grade that you can, like, I don't think I thought about to be when I grow up. I just found in third grade you're supposed to write what you want to do when you're older, and it was like... Uh, like a drawer or like film director and archaeologist was the last one. I don't know why I wrote that, but <laughs> Indiana Jones. No, I never saw that till like high school. So. Huh. And it, was your family supportive of it? Did they think that it was cool? You're making yeah. stuff. I just went home for winter break, and my dad has boxes of drawings of mine that we don't throw out. Just from like before before um, second grade, we have framed he framed on my wall like this painting from when I was like one years old or something wow. like that. I'm exaggerating, but... So, yeah, they were supportive for so sure. So, are they, like, over the moon that you work on Simpsons now? Does that... To them, um, from an outside perspective, is that, like, oh, the boy chicks made it! Ooh. The boy chick. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, of course. Also, that show, I wouldn't be pursuing anything if that show didn't exist. Like, in fifth grade, the other thing to do was we had these trading cards. I had these Simpsons trading cards from the 90s, and I would just give them out to all my friends, and that became a whole thing. And I think, like, one of these kids introduced me to The Simpsons. Um, yeah, The Simpsons was like, I wouldn't be pursuing anything if it wasn't for that show. What did you respond to as a kid? Because, I mean, I feel like that show appeals to adults in a very specific way. But as a kid, I think it's completely different. My mom had Life in Hell comics that I read before that, and I really liked them. And then I guess I it was around the same time I discovered The Simpsons, and... 
I don't know. Was it because my friends liked it so much? But you were like, I have to figure this out. I have to no, no, I just, I was aware of who they were. Like, mm. if I was flipping through the channels, I saw maybe one episode. Um, and then I just, I don't know. I, just, I remember the first episode I ever watched, which um, was the one where Homer bowls a 300 game. I don't know if you remember. No. No, but. I'm not a big Simpsons person. <gasps> I know it's blasphemy. Can we stop this now. <laughs> no, I don't have but anything you've against watched it. Episodes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I mean okay. it's, it's an objectively good show. It's just not really. What my episode thing. comes to mind when right when now. I think of it? Yeah, right now. Uh, I th- my, the first episode that I remember seeing was the one where is either a beauty pageant or some sort of Lisa the beauty queen. No, there's uh. one where it's it's basically there's a thing that happens in Bart's school and they have to bring Homer up on stage and the finale of the episode is. Homer talking to an auditorium full of parents and kids, and it just goes horribly. That's what I remember. I, that might be the Lisa the Beauty Queen, but I don't remember Maybe, that. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I'm not huh. a big Simpsons fan, so right, I wouldn't right. be able... I mean, this is... Huh. I'm straight up... This is the first time I've thought about it since I was... Really? 10. But you've seen episodes since Yeah, yeah, 10, since right? then. Okay, yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. asking what my, like, <laughs> right, first, right, when right, it come, what yeah, comes yeah. to mind, and what comes to mind is that specific, because I right. thought it was amazing. Right. And I don't, I couldn't tell you what the jokes were. You did think it was amazing? I did. I thought that specific scene was amazing, because it was, <laughs> it was like you were saying, it was channel right, surfing, right. and I, I want to say that it was like a cartoon block of, like, on Fox, like Spider-Man and X-Men, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, other action-adventure shows, huh. and then... Towards the end of that block, they reran Simpsons yeah. before the primetime shows and before the actual yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, six o'clock every night. I feel like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I found it because I was at my grandma's house or something and watching Spider-Man huh. or X-Men or whatever came on before uh-huh. Simpsons and then just was like, all right, I guess I'll watch this. What is this? this I is- but you weren't like sucked into it right away? Like, no, I, oh I started God. watching the episode and then I started channel surfing. And then I also had two sisters, so they were there too. So they just didn't, oh, okay. they, it didn't really connect with them initially. And then uh, towards the end of the episode is when that, it's like uh-huh. in the third or fourth act where the, he does that whole like talking to the audience and it's, you know, he's Homer, so he fucks it up mm-hmm. in some way or does something stupid. And we channel surfed back to it during that scene and I just lost my shit because I couldn't tell you what the jokes were, mm-hmm. but they were fucking amazing yeah and then the next week or something or maybe it was even a couple days later i tried to watch it again start to finish and i just it was just like what that other episode was so good really what is this but if you were 10 like all the episodes were good back then i mean no dude i was i was i was like a really weird discerning child like i had very specific ideas of what things so much so to that as an adult i've kind of had to try and parse that out a little bit and like find ways into appreciate things that as a kid I was like no this is stupid huh like as a kid I didn't get Thundercats I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing ever I've never watched it's amazing it's fucking in a campy way no 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 I'm deadly serious it's one of my favorite (laughs) shows ever it's fucking amazing but But it took me to like 16 or 17 you can tolerate that animation that bothers me so much that limited animation I can't watch Thundercats isn't limited it's just they don't spend a lot of money on it, so it's bad. That's the same. That's the same. No, thing, no, they're very different things. Limited animation is like Hanna Barbera, yeah, yeah, Johnny yeah, Quest. Yeah, yeah. That's a right, very right, different right. thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I it, it took it, some of these things took me a while to kind huh. of figure out why, how I could like them. And once then I figured out what makes them tick, I was like, <laughs> this is a great, the greatest fucking thing ever. And I'm still kind of that way. You have to be into action shows in the first place to like something like Thundercats. Uh... 
Maybe. I don't know. I think you do. Really? I mean, I would never watch that show. Not because I would say it's bad. I just have zero interest in it. You know what I mean? Like, I, Is it the animal thing that turns you off? Or? I just, any of those, like He-Man, Thundercat. I just, I can't watch that. I got that, into so. He-Man super late, too. Really? Yeah, I got into He-Man <laughs> when I was like, like 15, 16. Yeah, I love Masters, yeah. I can't. Transformer, any of that stuff I can't really? watch. No. Hmm. I think that's... You didn't grow up watching, like, Nickelodeon and, like... I, of course SpongeBob I did. SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that stuff I, is what I was watching. <laughs> yeah. So... No, I mean, I like all that stuff, too, just to varying degrees. Like, there are, there are parts of all of those shows that are immensely well done, and then mm-hmm. there are parts that are... They kind of fall apart for me. Huh. Um, I think that's with anything, just because, you know, I'm yeah. a fucking writer, so I'm like, no, this is... This is straying off of theme! Or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, that's who I was at, like, fucking seven. But I didn't have the vocabulary to be able to say, No! But you didn't like it when you were seven, right? I didn't like Simpsons, but there's all kinds of stuff. No, I mean, you didn't like Thundercats or whatever. No, I didn't like Thundercats when I was really young either. Um, No, I was too concerned or brainwashed by the kind of, like, Marvel machine. Oh, so you liked that when you were young. Yeah, I loved I loved Spider Man and the X Men and and those specifically the cartoons because I didn't have really access to the comics until I got maybe like thirteen, twelve is when I kind of figured out that there were comic book stores. You know what's funny is that I wasn't aware any of those were shows. I thought they were only comic books. I discovered that those were all cartoons when I was like twelve, thirteen. I'm like, oh, Spider Man's also a cartoon. It's the exact opposite of what you huh. just said. Yeah, I mean, especially I think. The X-Men show had, like, a really, like, stranglehold on the zeitgeist in, like, the early to mid-90s, though. Like, and the comics did, too. I mean, the comics were fucking everywhere because they printed, you know, 45 variant covers, so (laughs) they were 45 million copies in circulation. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the, the, I I would say, stereotypically speaking, people in our age bracket Mm -hmm. have a very, very strong nostalgic pull towards specifically the X-Men animated show. Wow, interesting. Which is why at conventions you see people dressed as like the Jim Lee era Cyclops or the Jim Lee era Rogue or Jean. All those costumes, Uh they were only around for like four or five years. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. they were in the show and that's what everybody like Right, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, which is why... Because more kids were exposed to the cartoon than the comics. Like yourself. (laughs) No, absolutely. And then I kind of like retroactively backed into the comics and I was like, oh, this is the real (laughs) shit. Like, That's that funny. was, like, the bullshit fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's literally, like, like how kids get right. interested in writing on, like, Harry Potter fanfic forums or whatever. Yeah. And then start to read and then develop their own characters and, you know, start to write, you know, shitty novels that sell on Amazon or whatever. Like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey fucking started as a Twilight fanfic. Yeah. 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 Um, so you didn't have, like, formal education in middle school junior high stuff because there wasn't a lot of because comics were banned wait what formal education in uh, like you didn't have art classes in junior high high school oh no no i did oh you did no that was just second in elementary school oh, okay. we didn't have okay. art school yeah yeah i took art in high school and junior high but comics was not we didn't talk about that in school really no i mean did, like art class for me was probably the same for you in high school like art history and you go over like mm-hmm. it's a lot of clay and this the, is the girl the with the pearl the, curve, the pearl the, earring Vermeer Georgia O'Keeffe yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, and then but I always yeah. got because I was like the comic book kid uh-huh. I always got people in art history classes being like hey bro 
You want to fucking look at this boy <laughs> Lichtenstein? Like, no, I fucking don't. He's fucking stealing. Wait, Fuck that guy. You know what's so funny is like you're like we're almost like exact opposites in the way that like. Tell me you love Roy Lichtenstein. No, 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 I uh, don't. No, <laughs> thank God. Well, I mean, I, I, grew up, when I was a kid, I was always attracted to the paintings, but later on is when you're older, you discover, wait, he just took that from a thing. Yeah. But no, no, I was just gonna say that like I didn't, even though I was drawing comics like forever, making I have hundreds of stapled ones in my room. I, like, never owned any comic books. Hmm. I never bought any comic... That's why, like, I didn't... It was just me, like... I don't know, like... By instinct making up, and then once, like... Or not actually having a formal training in, like, composition or whatever, anything. And, like, by reading comics, you pick that up through, like, osmosis. And I didn't do that. So, like, you reading comics, all these superhero things, I didn't... I bought Simpsons comics, and I was, like... I don't know how old I was, like twelve, and those are the only comics I had. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, I it I got I I actually got into comics specifically through Tintin. So, oh, really? Tintin, because like when I was really young, like four or five, six, when you're supposed to be kind of trying to figure out how to read and shit, uh-huh. uh, I just had no interest in it. I loved stories and I loved writing and drawing. Like I did kind of the same thing where I would like oh, make so you these did books. Also make, yeah. I, I made these little books and right. I would, I couldn't. I was so frustrated with the technical side of drawing uh-huh. that I almost gave up drawing until my mom got me. It was basically like a like a guy that looked like this, like a stencil of a man standing uh-huh. like that. And I would take that guy, <laughs> slap him on the piece of paper, trace the outline of the man standing like this, and then I would like draw hats and give him a so gun. So you were frustrated that you couldn't draw I was, technically well? Yes. At like ah, four, wow. I was like, this is That's fucking so in- bullshit. <laughs> oh my god. This. So uh, what I would do is uh, I would trace these men onto this. Trace these men. <laughs> no, but I would. I would like. Yeah, I would like yeah. make weird like single page sure. comics. Give them all guns and have them shoot at each other or whatever. <laughs> and then I would like pull my mom over to the page because I had. I knew that I couldn't spell well, and I knew that I couldn't really write well. Right. So I would explain like this is what's happening. Write it down. Like give this guy a word balloon that says this. Put a caption that right. says that. And uh, she still has all of those things. That's There's so like, funny. Yeah, like you're saying, like I stacks and stacks. Of, they're really <laughs> yeah. weird. I'll send you some next time I'm home. Yeah, they're so weird. Looking at when you were young, what made sense to you is oh, like, yeah. oh my god. Like, yeah. Then, then the first yeah. like real comic that I tried to make was when the first X-Men movie came out. The Brian Which Singer one in year? 2000. So I was 12 or 13. Or 2000, 2001. That. Oh. Um, That's not the one with the angel wings. No, right. no. Okay. Angel's not in it. That's like the only one I saw. Oh, that one's terrible. <laughs> that's why I hated them. Yeah, they're that's that one's awful. <laughs> um, none of the X Men movies are necessarily great or perfect. Uh-huh. They're right. they're the kind of like bullshit fan fiction version of oh, the okay. X Men. Gotcha. Um, but at twelve or thirteen, there weren't the only other uh, comic book things were like that shitty seventies Captain America movie, the shitty seventies Spider Man TV show, the live action yeah. one. Or fucking Blade. When we were 12, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, when we were 12. Or the Incredible Hulk TV show. Well, for a TV, but what what about, like, the Batman movies and... Yeah, I guess, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, there's no... Yeah. It's, it's very few and far between. It's, like, Batman, Superman the Motion Picture... Dark Man. Dude! <laughs> Dark Man is my shit! That's a good movie. It's a fucking great movie. Um... But it's Un- not like how it is now. Un- Unbreakable was later. Unbreakable was like uh, 2003, was 2004. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, that's when we were like 12. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, yeah, the yeah, X Men yeah. movie was a very specific thing at a very specific yeah, point yeah, in time, yeah. and it it blew my fucking mind. And I was like, you I really must make it. a fucking comic book like this. <laughs> so I made a comic about uh-huh. like a disbanded X Men team who was kind of like in shambles, and uh, Nightcrawler was the leader, mm-hmm. but he was like dark and twisted because I'd never really read any of the comics, so I didn't really know that he was <laughs> just like, based on what he looked like. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't, funny. I didn't really understand that he was like this happy-go-lucky <laughs> guy. I just was like, he's a demon. It's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> so he. The, the, so he was your main character. He was, the, he was the leader of the team, and it was you know him, Colossus, Gene, a couple other characters. Uh-huh. And the mansion gets attacked by a bunch of X Men that are brainwashed by Weapon X. And the leader of them is Chamber, who I don't really know how I knew who Chamber was. I don't know who that is. He's uh, he's one of the ma- main characters in Generation X. Do you remember that book? Generation X was oh, basically wait. like the new mutants for I the do. 90s. Chris Bocklow drew a lot of it. Scott, Scott mm. Lobdell wrote it. And Chamber is a Scottish guy who has basically like tape over the lower half of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And when he yells, fire comes out. <laughs> huh. Which I thought was like the coolest fucking so how shit. How did you know? I have no idea how I knew who he was. I mean, I'm sure I must have had some sort of comic or uh-huh. some sort of like history of the Marvel Universe or right, something. Right. And he was in it. And huh. so the comic is like this little 8 or 12 page comic of chamber attacking the x-mansion brainwashed killing jean gray and storm immediately because i couldn't figure out how to draw the female form so i was like fuck this just kill him oh, that's really why oh yeah i mean you can tell there's like two panels of them like wandering around talking and then chamber shows up and murders the I fuck i see them. this comic <laughs> i think i do it. i'll send it to you um and then the rest of it is basically uh, Nightcrawler grappling with the moral ramifications of if he slaughters Chamber by teleporting his head off. Wow. Which he does, and then that's the end. You should pitch that now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so th- I, that's kind of like the first comic that I made that was even remotely like trying mm-hmm. to do it well. What was the first time that you tried to like make oh, do something? It well? Yeah, not not like as a kid, but like I'm going to get this really printed, I'm going to go... I don't know, but I had the opposite... You probably had the better idea of being angry that you couldn't draw well. I was like, I don't need to learn how to draw real people. I'm just going to draw cartoons. And, like, I wish I didn't think that way. Because even in high school, I thought I was, like, those drawings were good. And I was like, I I would say, like, my catchphrase was like, I never need to learn how to draw realistic. And, like, oh, God, I wasted all those years not learning how to draw. Yeah. Because instead, then I finally, like, got whipped into, I don't know, some shape a little bit in college when, like, They'd give you an F if something's terrible. Like Klaus Jansen was my main teacher. I'm sure you know who I, he Of is. course. Yeah, and I he haven't... was like, literally, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for him. Like, that's what I believe. Yeah. Like, he was like, I don't know, he, in the beginning, he was just so, he wasn't there to like be nice. Like, he was like very blunt and upfront and he would tell you like, no, this is bad. He would scan your homework and pass it out to the class and we'd all go over why it's wrong. Like, that's, that's fucking like, awesome. I know, but, like, it helped, like, by, the, I remember, like, um, I was getting, like, he was giving me, like, really bad grades in the beginning. Like, I couldn't understand why. Probably just because I just didn't want to 20 or whatever. It. Yeah. I was like, I don't get it, man. I'm dry. Yeah. Bad, dry. And, like, some kids, some, two kids, I think, left the class. Like, it's too hard. And, like, it's just, I, the people that, like, I, some of the people who um, were in the class were amazing or I thought they were amazing, and he would still photocopy theirs and go over what's wrong, just, like, you know, mm-hmm. to improve. But anyway, like, by the I end of the... I wish he would do that with John Amita Jr. <laughs> these days. Jesus. <laughs> 
I don't get that reference, but... Really? No. Well, he inks John Romita Jr. That's, like, his thing is right now he inks John oh, Romita Jr. Oh, currently? Yeah, and, and it's awful. Is it really? Yeah. This is a conversation I've been having with a lot of people because of Frank Miller's current kind of... I don't know what he has, if it's cancer or whatever. Does he? Yes, he's oh. very... I mean, have you seen photos of him recently? No. Yeah, he's very ill. Wasn't he a heavy smoker? Yes. Yeah. But that was back in like the nineties. Oh. I think that he's quit since then. Huh. But I don't I don't know if he's still if he has lung cancer or what he's he wow. has something and he's very, very ill. And he's not drawing anymore? He is drawing. Oh he is. But it's really bad. It's huh. it's really bad. Let me just pull up this cover while we're talking. All right. Um so yeah, but John Romita Jr. and uh Klaus Jansen, like basically Klaus Jansen is the reason that I was excited because they weren't working uh, for a while together. Right, and right. then they got him back for World War Hulk. And they were like, it's going to be Klaus Jansen uh-huh. and, and John Romita Jr. working together again. Wow. And it's just That's upsetting good. to hear. It's mostly upsetting. Because he's because such of, a good teacher. He's an, fuck teaching, <laughs> yeah. man. He's an right. amazing fucking draftsman. Well, that too, yeah. He's amazing. And yeah. I, you can only do so much with yeah. doo-doo. And John Romita Jr. just does not give a fuck anymore. Um, which sucks. It really, really sucks. Huh. Are, do you ever worry about that? Do you ever worry about not wanting to draw? Not wanting to draw? Or not being able to, you know? You have I can't time. now. <laughs> Fuck you, yes, you can. No. Um, yeah, I worry about it every day. If I go a day without drawing, it's like I've wasted so much time when I could have been a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um... This is the Frank Miller cover. I'm showing him the cover to the movie. Oh, I've seen that. How fucking bad but that's, is that? Isn't, is that not intentionally goofy? I don't think so, dude. Maybe it is. It has to be. I Come doubt on. it, man. Look at that. That's so bizarre looking. Yeah. I kind of like it. It's you're, weird. You're free, you're free to. I, I am not a fan. That's so weird. Isn't it weird? But that's not... Now I disagree. It's not because they can't draw well. They're, this is intentional. Well, that's Come just on. that's just Frank Miller. That's just Frank Miller, and I I don't believe that is intentional. I think he's fucking dying. Look at it. Look at the hand. Come on, that's yeah, clearly it. But he's been doing that stuff stylistically uh-huh. for a long time, and it's it's worked. It's been natural. It's been a right. Steady so you're evolution. saying this is just too goofy now. It's, it's like yeah, and it's not yeah. even it's not even that it's goofy. It's also just poorly done. It's weird, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like his Fixer graphic novel. I thought it was really racist and shitty, but it's not poorly drawn. Huh. <laughs> this is funny. It's a that's little disturbing, fuck- actually. It's super weird. It's also, did you see the dick? What? No. Superman's <laughs> what? dick is just right Why there. Why would he draw that? Why would you draw that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In case you didn't think he had one. Yeah, in yes. case, you know what? Uh, maybe Superman just doesn't have a dick. Maybe maybe he's just not there. I don't know. I don't know, man. Wow, weird. What was the getting back on course and not <laughs> fucking slamming people who are dying of cancer anymore? What yeah, was the really. first what was the first like the fir- comic comic that you actually tried to like publish yourself or pitch to uh, a real publisher or whatever? I didn't I guess huh. I don't I always be like, oh, I'm going to make a comic. I'm going to make a f- official one, a real one. And I kept saying that and never did. And then high school, I wasted like my last three years not drawing at all. I just stopped. And then I went to college at the School of Visual Arts. And I guess because uh, the assignment was to make a comic, a 16-page comic, that was the first comic I made. Mm. But it was... Did you write it yourself? Or did they give you, you had script? to. No, you had to. You had to create your own. I guess... 
Well, but yeah, you had to because it was um, the whole class has to make a story based on a theme. Um, it was man-made monster. It has to be off a of pre-existing work. It so has to? Has to. For so your, you have to For do... your junior year, you have to make a 16-page, if you're a cartooning major, a comic based on existing work related to man-made monster. Of course, you so think Frankenstein, Frankenstein. But, but nobody did that because it's too God. easy. Or maybe one person. Someone did like a Hitler comic. Someone did, um, you know, I did, uh, I wanted to write my own and they said you're not allowed to, but my loophole was I did a story about Orson Welles reading War of the Worlds on the radio and the whole town going crazy. Mm -hmm. So I completely made up a story, but I told them it's based on a true story, but it wasn't. And uh, I mean, it's based on a true story, but my story wasn't real. So that's what I stapled together and I I sent away and got it like um, professionally published. But I look at it now and it's so bad. Like I thought it was good and like it's not. (laughs) So yeah. Did you go to conventions and stuff and sell? Not yourself? with that comic. No. no, I I didn't even start going to conventions really till I moved here. I think really two years ago. Wow. No, I went to like one or two. Well, that's how I met you. I right? know. Yeah. Yeah. I went to one or two on the East Coast. I attended tons. Like Comic Arts Brooklyn is my favorite show, and I went to that for like the past four years. And I went to um, New York Comic Con from the first one ever, two thousand five. Till I moved here, 2013. Okay. So anyway, I went to a ton, but no, I did not till I moved here. Just when I started to like really like, all right, time to do this. Time to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time to like make stuff and really try to get good at drawing. Yeah. So. Is that where the urge to draw comics? Because you've got a bunch of comics that you've made or zines. And I have like two comics that I've made. Yeah, I I love doing band flyer. I'm I'm like draw- I do a lot of like random illustration stuff. Um, but yeah, I really you did, only you have... just did a no effects poster, right? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I had to like find hunt them down for that because I really wanted to. And yeah, yeah. And um, you did the Kevin Smith. Uh, oh, the fat Batman, Batman on, on Bat- Batman. Logo? Yeah, I, I guess that's like done now or something. Yeah, I don't he's know. doing like video podcasts or something. Yeah, but now? he never told me that. It was really weird. He's like, I'm looking for for weekly art for like month for like the whole year and I, or whatever he said. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was really excited, and we. I did like four of them and all of a sudden he just started doing a video podcast and I emailed him like, so do you need art anymore? And like, he hasn't responded in like months. I'm like, so I guess <laughs> like, that was just like, I don't know. He just suddenly decided he wanted to do a video one and yeah, we're calling didn't you out, Kevin need Smith. art. Yeah, no, no. Email Sam Grinberg <laughs> no. back. Hashtag email Sam. Yeah, no. But he still uses my logo in the back of his video podcast. Good. But I'm expecting any day a new logo to show up and be like. And the logo, it says Fat Man on Batman and then beneath it, fuck you, Sam. Yeah, that, yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. Yeah, The best no, part no. is if one of us did it. Yeah, right. Like, it was like me or Paul or Austin. We're just like... Or all of you together. All of us together, one, yeah. And yeah. my name is hidden in there, like like with middle finger in my name. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that was fun. That that The connection to that was because I'm from Jersey and like he's from Jersey, so he was excited. He was into my stuff. Because well, you like reached out over Twitter, right? Well, he posted on Twitter. He was looking for artists. I was like, I'm from Jersey. And he's like, oh, I like your stuff. So that's what happened. But yeah, um, making comics, though, is like, I feel like I have so many. Now that I have a full-time job, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Before, like, I could wake up in the morning and I was excited, like, to draw all day. And now when I get home, it's so late and I'm so tired. And then comics takes, like, illustrations 
if I rough it out, it's an illustration. And it, of course, it takes thinking, but comics really takes a lot of thinking. And you have to sit down. And the way I work is I just think for hours, like I'll thumbnail and like it's hard to like. I also um, post it comics that I own for reference and like like that's exhausting. That takes a full night to go through and prepare to start drawing, and then it's just a lot. That's why I haven't really done one in. I think a year, but really, I mean, I've been, I've started a bunch and not, yeah, because every not time finished. I, every time I see you, you're <laughs> like, yeah, I'm starting this new book. It's good. It's good. It's good. I know. I've st- I have the I have the first page of like ten comics that I have to actually do. <laughs> It'd be funny so. if you made a zine out of just all the first pages the first of page, your yeah. fucking unfinished comics. Yeah, I know. But I'll get to it eventually. I don't know. Uh, what uh, What do you what, What's your experience been like going to conventions and zine fests and stuff? Um, good, depending on which ones. You know. What's the worst convention that you've ever been to? The, oh, my or God. Or your I worst did, convention Oh, experience. okay. I did do shows in on the East Coast. I did, oh, my God, the worst show in the world. I can't even tell you what it was called. It was in, like, Jersey City, which who goes to Jersey City anyway? It's, like, in Jersey City in this, like, hotel on the second floor, literally nobody was there. And I mean, like, attendees. Like, there were a lot of, like, vendors selling old toys and, like, just me selling my own comics, and nobody was there. So I wasted money on a table, and, like, that was the worst one I've ever done. The best one I've ever done was Comic Arts Brooklyn last year, which, oh, my God, from the the second the doors opened till 7 at night, you couldn't breathe in there with people. And it's in the basement of a tiny church. Mm. It's so small. And like I, I like my whole table was gone by the end. I should have brought more stuff. I think that's what it was like for everyone there. Wow! So that show, I hope, pray to get accepted to next year. Yeah, yeah, um, that sounds fucking great. And also, LA Zine Fest last year was amazing. This year, I mean, I saw you there. We both didn't have yeah. tables, but last year I sold, I think, more than I ever sold at any show. Really? Yeah. Wow. So those two were probably the, the venue best this ones. year for LA Zine Fest was fucking super cool. It was really it was cool. Yeah, really, really cool. I think also um, we talked about this. Also, they they kind of like filtered out any people that really didn't do zines. There were a lot of zines there, mm-hmm. and not a lot of comics or print people or sticker stuff. So um, that's probably why we didn't get a table. I guess uh, I don't know. I mean. I'm not really sure. Nicole and I make zines sometimes too, but it's you're right. We're not like yeah, but not zine, like zine I mean like people. the pamphlet zines. No, yeah, no, like, no. I'm, yeah, Nicole yeah. makes more of those than I do. I make more no, but of I like mean like streams. not drawings, like photocopies and text kind of stuff. There was a lot of that stuff yeah. there, which is fine. It's called Zine Fest, so they have the right to yeah, yeah, absolutely, you know. yeah. No, I I love that show. Not like Zine Melt on March 19th, which will have comics. <laughs> it will have comics, thank God. And both Sam and I will have tables Organized there. by Wait, Aristotle. Ha- what? Do you have a table there this year? I do. Or this time? Your table, no. Yeah. All right, do I? Okay, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's this Saturday, actually. It is this Saturday. Well, maybe this won't go up before then, so never mind. It, oh. it was on it, the It's 19th. last Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday in March. Do you, do you go no. out of your way to try no. and... Just kidding. What? Do you go out of your way to try and table at shows, or is it just kind of like when it happens, it happens? No, I do. I, I try to table at the shows that I think I'll sell stuff at. Oh, Long Beach Comic Con is one that um, I sometimes I have got tables for free, so I can't complain. But when I have, I did pay for it the first year, and it's really not my... It's not your... No, I, I do sell stuff there, but... Not it's not worth it for me because like I also I like to be around comics that I like also, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting next to like um, people that make bracelets and like 
I don't know commissions of like superheroes. Yeah, so check I it out. Like... I'll draw. I'll draw the question for you. Yeah, for twenty five dollars. I'm assuming that's a superhero. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Steve Ditko character from oh, the seventies okay. and eighties. Who? Just kidding. Yeah. I know who. Well, that who? Is. Who's? Who's? You know, who's you that? would have loved. I went to a an exhibit. Um, it was like Masters of Comics in New York when I was back in um, November, and they had like original, like the, the original art from the first Spider Man on the wall, and like the first Superman, and like it was really cool. Actually, I took a picture, and I was going to show you, and I forgot. <laughs> yeah. But I'll find it eventually. They just had a big exhibit of Kirby original pages. Yeah, I went to that. Yeah, I did. That too. was pretty cool. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was so fucking. He had some two thousand one pages too. Have you ever read those? No, no. But dude, I've got a bunch of those. I will lend you them. I would love you to. will that's lose like one your of my shit. favorite movies. So. It has. Almost nothing to do with the movie. Oh. And, well, that's not true. It has the movies in there, uh-huh. but then it just makes a fucking left turn and goes Yeah, I would love fucking to read crazy. that. They're so huh. fucking rad. Wow. It's also the strangest fucking pairing, too. Like, huh. not that I... I mean, I love Jack Kirby. I'm right, not right. shit-talking Jack Kirby. But if I was going to cast someone mm-hmm. as an artist to draw a 2001 A Space Odyssey book, it would not be Jack Kirby. Well, because he was popular at the time, right? So they figured... It's actually the opposite. Is it? Is really? It's, it's the opposite. It's because at that point in time, basically, he left Marvel for DC in the mm-hmm. late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Had a falling out with DC, came back to Marvel, and had an agreement with them. Because basically, he said, fine, I'm not working for you anymore, Marvel, because you won't give me my original pages back. Is that when he back. created his own uh, That's the fourth series? world stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when he was at okay. DC. That's Dark Side, New Gods, right, uh, Forever right. Children, fucking uh-huh. all those guys. Um... Uh, Orion, all that bullshit. So he comes back to Marvel, and Marvel gives him, uh, basically they have a guaranteed number of pages that they're going to receive from him a week. Mm -hmm. In return, they will, quote-unquote, give back his original pages from all the other comics he's done from the 60s, which is, at this point, like 10,000 pages. Right. Because it's decades worth of comics. Yeah, sure. Uh, And so he's like, fine, I will, you know, I think he was something along the lines of, I'll draw four pages a week or, you know, uh, not four pages a week. I'll draw, like, uh, 20 pages a week. 20? Yeah. Okay. I'll draw 20 yeah. pages a week because he's Jack fucking Kirby. Right, right, he right. Writes <laughs> and, he writes and pencils it sure, all. Sure, yeah. Oh, no, he writes, pencils, and edits, which is basically, the, at that point in time, the Marvel version of, like, uh-huh. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Right, right. Um, and you basically get carte blanche to do whatever you want on the titles that we assign you. Huh. So he comes back. They put him on flagship Captain America. They're like, bro, you're going to fucking be on Cap. You're going to get to do whatever you want. It's going to be great. He gets on Cap. If I could speak. (laughs) Sales plummet. Everybody's like, this is not good. Really? Yeah, nobody likes it. Um, I don't know if you... It's in all the, like, history books, but there's a really famous page of Cap fighting Batroc the Leaper, and Batroc, like, keeps kicking him in the stomach. It's a silent page, and it's all just them kind of, like, tussling and punching each other. Really famous. And that is from that run of Cap uh, that basically... People hate it? At the time, they hated it. Now, it's like, this is fucking great. Oh, so it is good. It is good. Yes, I think it's great. It's definitely not as good as the Stan and Jack stuff from, like, the early 60s. Right, right. um, But it's fucking great. Huh. Um, So at that point in time, they took him off fucking... uh, They took him off Cap... And they basically bounced him around to all these weird, shitty projects oh, so that nobody wanted. so that's why he got 2001. Yeah. It was like 2001. They put him on, wow. uh, they did two issues of a, the Disney movie, The Black Hole. I don't know if you've ever really? seen that. Really? No, I haven't, but I know what, it, yeah. Yeah, it's like my favorite movie ever. And really? he did two issues of a weird-ass <laughs> Black Hole adaptation. Wow. Uh, he was on, I forget a bunch of the other stuff, but it was like weird shit that uh-huh. like basically is 
like, oh, that's when the Devil Dinosaur and, and fucking Moonchild or whatever the fuck that book is called. I don't know. There's a book in the 70s where it's a talking dinosaur and uh, a little, like, gnome kid. I don't know that. <laughs> it's You would actually probably like that because it's not a superhero book. I don't, I don't, I'm not anti No, no, of course not. But yeah, yeah. this book is so weird and, like, uh-huh. almost bizarrely Saturday morning cartoonish. Right. That you'd probably connect with it. Huh. Well, it depends on the stuff. If superhero comics were not drawn realistic, I probably would have liked them when I was a kid. Well, there's also, there are superhero comics yeah. that are not drawn uh, realistically. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely agree with you that the right, majority right. of them have a very specific patina to them. Yeah. Um, Actually, the only reason I'm even aware, like, uh, aware of some artists, like who Jack Kirby is or any superhero comics is because... Um, Growing up, like I said, I didn't like you watched like mm-hmm. all that any anything where a character's realistically drawn was not for me. That's why I never watched Thundercats or He Man, and I never mm-hmm. read superhero comics. But because my dad used to own a comic book store, I have what the fuck? Your dad owned a comic book store? <laughs> Haven't I told you that? No. And I... how do we get this far into the conversation? It's Aristotle <laughs> shaking his head too. <laughs> I, oh, I thought I'd mentioned that. How did he own a comic book store and you <laughs> never read comics? Well, he owned it when I was really young. Like it clo- like he closed it when I was six, maybe. And how what, what year were you born? Ninety one. Okay. So he so, closed and this like, was basically in, the boom he was part of the nineties the boom. Yeah. Uh yeah, I guess. And yeah. but um it was in a weird location too. It wasn't we lived in Brooklyn, but it was in like I wanna say Staten Island, but I could Whoa, be wrong. Oh weird. Maybe it was in Long I, I don't remember. It was not in Brooklyn. Or maybe okay. it was. Maybe Queen. I, I really, I should ask him. But it was called um, Escape from Mars. And we actually have the huge neon sign that says Escape from Mars on it. And shirts, too, that are still somewhere. But anyway, like, that's why I've, I was aware of, like, like, you know, oh, my God, in my, I'm just remembering this all now. In my closet, there's so many of those, you see at every comic show, those Spawn toys. Oh, fuck yeah. There's so many of those. We have so many of the Addams Family cartoon toys. Just stuff that like, I guess, didn't sell in the store that are just sitting in the house now from, like, when I was born. Yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, I brought this up because that's why I was aware of that stuff. I wasn't yeah. into any of that, but I was aware it of it. It makes sense, though, that now that why that, A, you don't like that stuff, and B, why you thought, you you weren't aware of the cartoon stuff because your dad, like, made a living off also, of the Also, he loves superhero, like, the amount of comics he has from when he was growing up, he loves to tell me the story about how he had, like, the um, one of the first issues of... Um, uh, now I hate that I can't remember, but it was a, a comic fucking, and yeah. like his parents just like ripped it and threw it out, or oh, they, they would would never give him money to buy comic books. I mean, they're like immigrants from like Russia, and like they didn't. They're like comic. They couldn't understand. When was it. he? When was he born? Nineteen fifty six. Well, that makes sense too, because yeah. that's like right after the Wortham stuff and the kind yeah. of like. But also, like code. he just showed mm-hmm. me last time I was home. He has the Avengers number fifteen. I don't know if that's yeah. worth anything or not, but like it's the one he bought when he was like yeah. young, and like yeah, I think yeah. that's probably the earliest thing. Yes, but like so many comics, like I don't know the Todd McFarlane Spider Man. I don't know. If, yeah, uh, some of that stuff's worth that money, stuff. but it doesn't has, matter if it's worth money. Yeah, it's I know. Just because cool he stuff. likes it, and he, yeah. he has so many of those superhero. Like, but I think that's the oldest one we have is that Avengers. What year would that have even come out? Avengers 15? number fifteen. Yeah, uh, like sixty four, sixty four, or something like that. Yeah. But that's why. So I was always around all that stuff, and oh my god, the amount of Star Wars toys. That I grew up playing with and not watching the movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, uh, though, that it kind of, like, 
warped your perception of just like these are things. Then mm-hmm. look at this fucking Luke Skywalker. I've never. Yeah, really I was made. always around all that stuff that you probably love, and mm-hmm. I probably had toys of everything you loved. No, exactly, because it was the I exact didn't... opposite for me. Yeah. Because my parents or my dad was super religious and oh. was kind of like. Basically, cordoned all that off as kind of like demonic shit. Really? Yeah, like oh it was super funny. Basically, what would happen is I was obsessed with GI Joes. Oh my and god, I hate that. So funny. We're the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. You were, you're like Bizarro me, and I'm I would like never Bizarro be you. caught dead. With Hot Wheels, GI Joes, any of that. Anyway, I continue. Fucking, I so I, <laughs> so I was obsessed with GI Joes. Like I wanted to be Snake Eyes so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is partly because I'm such a talkative, gregarious, avuncular no, person. No, no, no I'm, I I'm am. Kidding, yeah. I am such a like a weird like <laughs> that. There's something really alluring about the person who physically cannot talk. Right, right. Like you know, Snake Eyes is the mysterious one in the corner that everyone's like, oh, he's what's his deal? <laughs> and I'm over here going like, yeah, let me tell you about the stuff. <laughs> and everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Dave. <laughs> so I wanted to be Snake Eyes so bad as a kid. And what my dad would do is he would basically allow me to get GI Joes. And then take their guns away. What? So there That's was a, so funny. There was a thing, there was a bucket in the top of my parents' closet that had, like, tithe money mm-hmm. from basically my parents. Wait, what would, age are you talking now? Like, from, really young? Like, five? From the age of probably about four or five, six, whenever uh-huh. you start to kind of develop right, interests, right. to probably about nine. Uh-huh. Um, maybe ten, eleven, maybe. Right. Uh, my parents would give us... Um, an allowance, and then we would have to tithe 10% of it back for to Jesus. <laughs> so, oh, my, you were really... Yeah, really, really I thought religious. you said you... I asked you about religion, what, last time we hung out? Didn't you say you were a bunch of religions or something? Basically, my dad... <laughs> basically, my dad... Didn't uh, you say he was Jewish, I thought, or well, something? Well, my mom... So, my mom uh, is... Uh, I'm in the States because uh, my, my mom's great... No, my mom's grandfather came over during World War II. From uh, where? From Spain. From Spain. Yeah. Okay. And my understanding is that they were Spanish Jews, and my, uh, whatever that guy is, great-granddad, uh-huh. uh, was like, fuck this Nazi bullshit, let's get out of here! Yeah, yeah. And came uh, here, and uh, basically, well, he basically, I think he had some money Here from, is in California. No, as in New York. Oh, New uh, York. Most All uh, my family is in New York, and... Tucson, Arizona. In Manhattan, in the city, um, Brooklyn, whatever. They there. used to be in Brooklyn, and now most of them have moved out to Long Island. So they were Spanish Jews? Yeah. Huh. Spanish Jews, um, who I think converted to Catholicism once they got here, because they were like, what? we don't want to be persecuted! Wow. Um, at least that's, that's my crazy. understanding of Right, this. right. I mean, who, you know, it's not like uh-huh. I... So, Grandma, tell me about... Right. But... Well, you could. Uh, I could. Why not? Sometimes I bring up stuff like that, but it's also, you know, they're getting kind of older, and you you ask some even remotely difficult questions. Wait, are your grandparents born in America? Yes, they were the first generation born here. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, they were the first generation born here. So they must know if they converted or not, right? Yes, I'm sure yeah. they do, but You've also, never... I mean, I mean, I'm sure I have, but I mean, right. it's not like I talk <laughs> about you know my family history to everybody. We're right, kind of right. working this yeah, out yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so they 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 came over here. My great granddad's brother came over first with like kind of like a, an allotment of money that I uh-huh. think someone had given him because somebody in the family had died. And so my great granddad gave it gave it to his brother, and his brother came here and started an auto body shop in in Manhattan or Brooklyn. Huh. And that before everybody else came over, he was basically supposed to kind of get this business mm-hmm. up and running. And then when everybody moved here, then they would kind of presumably have jobs working at this thing. Um, 
so they uh, you're fucking up my story. People are like talking to us through a window. Um, so they they emigrated here, and the auto body shop uh, was kind of stolen out from under them by th- my great uncle's business partner. He kind of basically like swindled this guy out wow. of the family business. That's crazy. And so everybody kind of got fucked, and then. Uh, my grandma got married really young to a, an Air Force dude as a means of kind of... I mean, this is what I'm piecing together. Catholic or... I believe Catholic right. to kind of, like, give herself some stability, uh-huh. I think. Because, you know, I think she got married at, like, 19 oh or something. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so my mom and my two uncles were Air Force brats moving all over the world. Uh-huh. Like, they lived in Spain for a while. That's they, crazy. They lived in North Dakota, Florida, a whole bunch of stuff. And they met... My mom met my dad in North Dakota when they were both 11. Oh my god! Yeah, and my uncle and were my they dad together were since eleven. No, oh. but they like knew each other they knew since each they were eleven. Yeah, and yeah. when they were eleven, my mom was on a bus with my dad and went up to him and said, "I'm going to marry you someday." That's which is fucking insane. That is insane. Granted, they didn't didn't talk for a decade, right? But sure. But she said that, which is so fucking That's nuts. So, wow. Um, yeah, like my dad and my uncle were on the same uh, little league team when they were like. Nine or ten or eleven, That's so which is fucking crazy. It is crazy. Um, Wait, but um, so is yeah, your mom religious so or no? my mom's not religious oh, it's really just, at all. It was just yeah. your dad. It, so my dad was like, "We need to honor your Jewish heritage." That's so, what he said. Basically, so he was involved in this church that I think was like ultra fucking conservative. But and then he it was it wasn't conservative enough for him, so he. Like, Christian, ultra-Christian conservative. And then he broke off and basically formed a church that was just in our house that was, like, a hybrid Christian Judaism thing. (laughs) And then every once in a while... Did he, like, believe in Jesus? Well, I don't... I mean, both religions have... Wait, what do you mean? Like, did he, like... Like, I don't know. He formed his own religion. Basically, yeah. He basically was, like... uh, (laughs) the, the, The religion was, like, everything's good. So there was no, like, figure to worship or anything? Yeah, no, there totally like was. Satan. It was, no, you know, all of that was in it. It was everything. It was basically like a jambalaya so of he, he Western religion. So he took parts of both religions and made his own. Exactly. That's and every so once in a while, we would go to, you know, the synagogue <laughs> and, like, you know, we'd be at the synagogue and it was awful as fuck. Did you celebrate Hanukkah? Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. We celebrated Hanukkah and Christmas. Uh <laughs> And East, Easter, because my dad about, was obsessed with... Passover? We did do Passover. Passover <laughs> was the worst, because uh, that's when we had this awful ceremony when we all had to, like, wash each other's feet. Yeah. Wait, was, what? Yeah. It was really bad. So he really made up his own stuff. Well, no, that's in the Bible. Like, Mary Magdalene <laughs> washes Jesus' feet. I don't think um, Jewish that's, people do that. No, they don't. They don't. But it's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Bible. Uh, did you not eat bread for eight days? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. No, we didn't do that. Oh, Again, okay. it was like this weird pick and choose, pick wow. and choose thing. Um, so where do I sign up? No, yeah, kidding. exactly. <laughs> no, but it's it's my dad's a really weird, complicated guy uh-huh. where some of this shit just makes no sense to anyone <laughs> but him, and we all kind of just were like, okay, I guess we're going along with this, <laughs> and it kind of fucked me up for a long time. Really? Yeah, because I bought into it as a kid, man. Like in high school or no? In high school is when I started kind of ch- going out of that because it was more kind of like you start having sex, you start being around kids that are doing Whoa, smoking weed, a, and it's not like a big we deal. Can't talk about that on here. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like it, it, it. It was. I kind of just went as under the assumption that I wasn't uh-huh. going to have sex till I got married, uh-huh. and then oh, really? That's you were re- told I was, that? Yeah, like, basically. I mean, I wasn't told it directly. It was just kind of the uh-huh. ethos of what it was, and then huh. I started kind of like figuring out how to talk to people that had vaginas, and then I was like, 
maybe I want to kiss you, but that means I want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. Maybe wow. maybe my desires to kiss you and going to hell are not related in any way. I don't think they are, no. I don't think they are either. Um, but yeah, uh, was your family not religious? No. At all? Not like that at all. Well, most people aren't like religious like that. I mean, we're Jewish and we're not religious Jews either, so mm. no. <laughs> like, I, I traditional... Mm-hmm. I try to not eat bread on Passover because I want to see if I can do it, mm-hmm. not because I feel any connection like I'm going to upset God. <laughs> Yahweh. Yeah. No, so yeah, traditional. Like Hanukkah's fun. I haven't lit a menorah in But menor- it's, it's more like cultural traditions cultural. than religious traditions. Yeah, and my grandparents and my dad coming over from like Russia, like my grandparents were more... I guess religious, but it's mm. a, it's super weird that my dad, like, I think I wouldn't be into any of this stuff that we're talking about. He had a comic book store. If it wasn't for my, like, for my dad of him being interested in it, but it's weird that what got him interested in it, because his parents, are you, they've, they don't know. Like, I mean, Superman is the ultimate immigrant story. I know about the two Jewish guys. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I well, know. Not even that, but just yeah. literally the story, not even the, the meta text right, story, but right. the literal story of a guy coming from another fucking world. Oh, no, world. it's true. But I'm just saying, like, it's interesting to, like, I think about it sometimes. Like, I'm into this stuff because of him, but he just discovered it on his own. His, his, my grandparents, are you kidding me? Cartoons? They wouldn't be caught dead watching cartoons. I don't think they bought him comic books I would have killed anything. for that, though. That You're so fortunate. I I get I never thought about I don't know I mean just, I dude I was it, it was a lonely yeah. ass existence because I because of this weird religious thing I basically had yeah, comics yeah. and radio serials Wow you would have loved we would have thought like I he was taking me to comic book shows when I was a kid and me not appreciating it and bringing me to all these things and like trying to bring me to movies that now I love that as a kid like this is boring or I don't want to watch black and white you know what I mean mm-hmm. like all these things and like oh my god what was wrong with me like so you know <laughs> yeah i uh to give you an idea of how starved i was for kind of this culture connection connection with this mm-hmm. type of culture is my dad would take me to gun shows oh my God. and i loved it because there was one guy at every gun show the same guy who would sell 12 inch gi joes that's funny. And I just would like camp out at his booth and talk to him you about would go G.I. Joe's. Gun show. We are officially bizarro opposites. Yeah. Yeah. My wow. dad was like super into guns. That's the weird thing is that he was never really into guns. He just liked going to gun shows. <laughs> I don't really, I don't, looking back, it's so weird because we didn't have guns in the house. Every once in a while, my dad would go hunting with his huh. like family yeah. and then come home with like, deer pelts and shit and, I, and as a kid i couldn't really <laughs> this process. is arizona right? arizona I, I didn't understand that it was a dead animal i would just like lay on it and be like this rug is so crazy <laughs> oh my god it smells so good this is awesome so you would lay on a dead animal i mean yeah like you took naked bearskin rug pictures <laughs> yeah at seven your, yeah your high school year yeah photo. no it, it did it just didn't because it it a, it didn't make sense to me. Uh, B, no one explained to me what it was. So right. it was just like furry. So and you fun had sisters things. too, who are, I'm sure were not into comics. My sisters, right? my sisters were to a certain extent because I was. No, no, but I mean, because you were. But I mean, they got you interested. They didn't get you interested. Oh no, no, right? no, no, no. Okay, no. yeah. Um, no, my sisters had it almost worse than I did, though, because they were girls for one. They're girls, so. and there's in, in Judeo-Christian traditions, there are very restrictive traditions uh-huh. that surround physical yeah. appearance and clothing and. Uh, for a long time, oh, were they? For a long time, my dad wouldn't let them cut their hair and wouldn't and wanted them to wear like floor length dresses. It was real intense. Wow. And like super fucking looking back, super shitty. Yeah. 
um, my middle sister wasn't wasn't having it. She would like <laughs> she would like lash out and like take like uh you know those like shitty like nubby scissors you have right. in like mi- middle school or whatever and cut, and cut her hair. She would cut her oh, hair. Oh wow. Like, yeah! <laughs> and would she get in trouble? Or oh no? yeah. Really? I mean, not with my mom. My mom. My mom, I don't have no idea how she made it through all that stuff, but my mom is pretty understanding and kind of, I think, I think my dad had a falling out with some of his family, which is why the crazy religious thing happened, because huh. he was seeking stability in some way. Right, right. And my mom, the saint that she is, I think, understood that and could kind of be like, all right, this is going to be the next four years. We'll just weather <laughs> oh, this man. storm. And it, and it it did it came and went you know like when I was really little that stuff wasn't there right, and right. then when I was like peak impressionable age oh. that shit was there and then you did know, you ever have a talk like okay I'm not like you like religion wise in high school or anything it wasn't necessarily a talk but it became pretty apparent oh it did yeah you know when when you're in high school and and yeah. you know your friends dress a certain way or, uh-huh. or, you know, hot topic. Yeah, exactly. Trip pants. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, but some of you my did. friends, some, yeah, I did. no, I didn't. Uh, wouldn't that be great? If, Eyeliner. If I, had, I had, uh, I had the, like the emo thing. Cause it was like the early oh, 2000s. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. Except it was called scene where I was. Uh, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. No, no. How old were you in Aristotle? How old were you in whatever that was? 2006, five, four. You know, I loved having that hair. Dude, I had a phantom, <laughs> phantom thing after I cut it where I kept doing it. Me too. Like, like, Me what's, too. I what's kept wrong going like with this. You? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I straightened it every morning. I didn't straighten <laughs> it every morning. I was lazy. I would straighten it every other, yeah. every three days or whatever. Oh, so you would straighten it too. I, I, my, it, was, it was pretty straight and then... <laughs> oh, my hair's straight also. Yeah, just it was to pre- get it pinned straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. And then I started like <laughs> this is so embarrassing. All of our dirty secrets. I know. Can we not actually air this? Air the, any of this? Can we yeah. cut a lot of this? Yeah, I don't talk about the religion thing at all. I have no idea how we got on it. I don't either. Um, religion and hair. Yeah. So what was it like? Uh, wait, wait, wait. What were you gonna say about? I don't know, man. It's not important. Let's transition <sighs> back that. to you and talking about cool stuff like making art, not sad oh, yeah. upbringings. Yeah, <laughs> sad upbringings. Um, what time is it? Eight forty. Oh, so it's like an hour. Mm-hmm. It's all been right. an hour. How long do they usually oh. run? Like an hour? Hour, hour okay. and a half. Okay, anyway, whatever. what were you going to ask? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Um, see, now I have no... I don't know. I okay. thought you were going to ask something. I was going to ask something, and now I don't know. Uh, what, uh... Something... Do you have plans to make longer <gasps> comics, or do you want to go more in animation because your day job is in animation? Um... And you went to grad school for animation, right? Yeah, I mean, I dropped out. I was... N- okay, I was all... The goal since second grade was this character... Is I want this to be a Nickelodeon character, like my whole life. That that character, like I know people are like, oh, if they reject this, I'll pitch something else. Like I'm just gonna keep pitching this character till they're like, all right, do it already. So mm-hmm. I was doing that my whole life, having the goal Nickelodeon's gonna be on Nickelodeon. I just made the comics because that's I wanted you, to tell stories could, yeah, with the character. That's all you could afford at the age. Yeah, of that's seven. why I never. Re- I mean, I read Simpsons comics, but that doesn't really count. Um, like I never like was like, oh my god, I have to check out comics, read comics, even in college, majoring in cartooning. I didn't even discover, like, even with teachers who are cartoonists, like David um, Mazzucchelli, and, like, all these people I'm around, like, I didn't pick up any comics until my senior year, and I'm like, I wasted all of college not... I'm excited. I think it was junior year of college, but anyway, so... 
that's when I really started to like love making comics. So the goal is still always going to be to have that character on Nickelodeon if it's possible. Would you ever make that character? No, I mean I, I, I don't, did as a I, comic book series. Yeah, 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 for senior year of SVA, I made a 16-page comic with the character, and I think it's funny. I don't know. I remember I was I I so I tabled or showed it at some shows, SVA set up things and people would pass by and be like, this looks like it belonged on Nickelodeon in the 90s. And they would say, I'm like, hey, then I, that's what I tried to do. And then, mm-hmm. But anyway, so um, that, but that's like super cartoony. Like it's like the cartoony side of me. Like the comics I make, I feel like are n- not for, not for kids. This has always been for kids. So yeah, comics I'm always going to do, but mm-hmm. that's all, that's the goal to have that as a show. <laughs> so and ironically enough, he's a superhero, and I don't read superheroes, yeah, exactly. which is so bizarre. Like, yeah. I acknowledge it's weird. Whatever, you can hire me as a writer. Sure. <laughs> Are you funny? Oh! <laughs> I can hire you as a voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, the fucking. It's so funny to me though that you, you don't, that there's that kind of like weird hard line split down the middle of like animation comics well not anymore there was for years but now it's like every artist on adventure time is a cartoonist he specifically hired comic book artists who've never been in animation that show on nickelodeon now harvey beaks yeah um, like everybody i give every, a shit about works there. yeah i know it's crazy so it's like once they realize they're like whoa comics are popular i mean maybe not for adventure adventure time started the trend but since then it seemed like people realized like wait a minute it, like alternative and indie comics are so popular now let's hire them to write for us and like hey it's not a bad thing because they're creative and like instead of hiring just like i don't know people that don't understand the show Mm -hmm. like i think cartoonists are because there's no such thing as an animation you can't be an animator anymore you the only job available is a storyboard artist so that's well. You can be an animator. It's just a very ghettoized specific you thing. You barely can. The Simpsons is the only show really that has anim- layout artists as uh, an option. Fucking uh, the Matt Parker Trey Stone show again. But that doesn't. That, that's they not animation. I mean, it's animation. Yeah, they're animators. There's also f- indie animation stuff where there's a no, lot no, of no. people. I'm talking about mainstream. I'm saying if you you really can't get a job as an animator. Yeah. You, super rarely you yes. can. They're very but very. But everyone positions. needs storyboard artists. That's not outsourced so yeah. that's why comic people work i mean they're different in so many ways but they're mm-hmm. similar also yeah so um yeah that's have you uh have you done a lot of storyboard stuff is that something that interests you uh yeah i mean i want to do storyboards um as my first art job in tv i would love to yeah but um super hard <laughs> no shit <laughs> like really hard like i would never i don't think i'd be able to do i don't know because they're drained. I, I don't want to drain myself to the point where I don't want to do my own stuff at night. Right. And uh, that's what that job, I think, would do. I'm not ready for it, I don't think. But, right. But um, I was going to say something else. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> something. Oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say that um, to prove about the whole people picking up on indie comics, like Nickelodeon booths now at SPX, which is bizarre to me. Cause, fucking, and, and talent searches, too. Yeah, yeah, which is not, again, not a bad thing, because, like, I'm sure those cartoonists would They love, need the fucking money! Break. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's funny, because, like, I didn't, that's so bizarre, you know, like, Nickelodeon at this indie comic show, which yeah. I've still never been to, but I really want to I go. really want to go, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's supposed to be amazing. Everyone in college would always drive up there and go, and I never did. But Word. Are you going to be at any conventions coming up soon, other than Zine Melt on March 19th? On March 19th. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be with you at Gilman Zine Fest. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. When is that? I have to April... mention that like, every few hours. Oh, yeah, we are going to that. I, honestly, I forgot that we were doing that show. Um, April... Seventeenth, I think. I'm really excited because I've always wanted to go to that venue, yeah. like forever. And like, it's all these like punk tablers. And yeah, it should be fun. That and are you uh, do WonderCon? Are you do WonderCon? I'm gonna go as a oh, okay. attendee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I would sell anything there. It's not my scene, scene, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. And Long Beach Zine Fest. Oh, you have a table there. Yeah. Oh fuck! We st- we started this out by talking about. that. <laughs> I don't know if you were kidding or not. Like, yeah. I know. I'm honestly, yeah, yeah. man, no, my short term memory is just really? fuck off terrible. Yeah. So I'll also be at Gilman Zine Fest with you. Oh really? <laughs> That's awesome. I keep forgetting. When and we on do March nineteenth, the Zine Melt. <laughs> when is that? March nineteenth. Oh, March nineteenth, Zine Melt. Yeah, that sounds great. And I'll also be at Gilman Zine Fest. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so. Word. Uh, you like to make graphic novels, right? Fuck you. Sorry, I just <laughs> had to you. say that. Fuck yeah. you. All right, Sam, thanks for doing the show, man. I appreciate I, it. I co-created this show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you say, Stanley. I did. <laughs> I did. It was me. I was there when the idea was born. Yes. I was present. You definitely were. Definitely. Yes. So. Which is going to bite me in the ass when I'm running for some public office and someone's like, "Did was Sam in the room? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I did say that we should come out with like a zine that goes along with this podcast to like print or whatever, promote. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to like have a new artist every week. Yeah, it'd be super fun. Yeah. I completely agree. Get on that, Aristotle. I'll help with that. <laughs> he nods silently in the corner. He's afraid to speak in this podcast. Yeah, he's too, he's too famous from You Made It Weird. He doesn't want to blow up my spotlight. You made it weird? Yeah, he's one of the fucking dudes on... He's one of the producers, oh, yeah. engineers or whatever. You made it weird. Cool. Yeah. We're going to be at Gilman Zine Fest. That's when, crazy. When is that? Uh, April 17. And the peanut gallery is this now. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Thanks for being on the show, dude. Thanks for having me on the show. Yay. Bro. Bro. Zane. 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 Zane.